Boomer Bunker Prime Time. Time for Martha's Vineyard to send those migrants back to Florida to help clean up. Drowning in the storm surge that is my poor life choices. I am Boomer Bob and... I got nothing, Bob. All right. I like I, it. I got to tell you. Organic. You know, I'm looking around and uh, everybody's talking about the 2020, the 2024 elections. I don't think as a civilization we're going to make it, to be quite honest with you. The shit that's going on right now. The climate change. In the God, fuck climate change. <laughs> What's going to happen now is we're going to all, I don't know about you, but I'm probably going to die in a fiery blast of uh, a nuclear explosion because somebody sabotaged the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. And I think it was us. <laughs> it's like, what, what the fuck? Why would some, why would we do this? Well, didn't Biden say like, earlier this year that he's going to take it down or something this motherfucker is going to kill us all i've been saying it since we started this podcast he's a daughter fucker not a motherfucker whatever i mean jesus christ no i'm not wait first of all why is there a a, a zoom call that i am not invited to what happened here all right that being said this shit's getting bad and nobody and it's like no one wants to change and stop this and it's easy to do. I could I could get a hold of uh, Putin, and within a day we'd have this shit straightened out. But they're not going to do this. They're not going to do this. They they think that that you're going to be able to push Putin around, and he's not going to do anything. When you back somebody into against a fucking wall like this, they they've got no choice. They've got to come out swinging. You you can't do this. I don't know. It's insane. And uh, our our president is uh there's something wrong with him like he's he's demented uh i mean what's i know you have this on the board and i know it's down on the bottom about the clips we got to talk about it now i'll bring up the clips yeah you do you remember it was about what six weeks ago we talked about a indiana congresswoman who was driving with uh two of her young aides um they were like 26, 28 years old, and they got in a car accident, and they all died. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and on. then, so today, uh, the dumb fucking chief is um is over here having some kind of food insecurity, whatever the fuck. And he says this. And I want to thank all of you here, for, including bipartisan elected officials like Representative Governor, Senator Braun, Senator Booker, Representative... Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? She's dead, dummy. She fucking died in the car accident. Jesus Christ. This was today. Yeah. And then they go ask the mop, the mop-headed Muppet, you know, uh, is there something wrong with this clown? Because he's over here too. dead people. And she's like, yeah, well, he was just taken by the moment. Taken by the moment. He's, go ahead. What happened in the hunger event today? The president appeared to look around the room, uh, for an audience member, a member of Congress who passed away last month, he seemed to indicate she might be in the room. What, so, what so the president was, uh, as you all know, you guys were watching uh, today's event, a very important event on uh, food insecurity. The president was naming uh, the congressional champions on this issue and was acknowledging her incredible work. He had uh, he had already uh, planned to welcome 
the Congresswoman's family uh, to the White House on Friday. There will be a, a bill signing in her honor this coming Friday. Uh, so, of course, she was on his mind. She was of top of mind uh, for the president. He uh, looks very much looks forward to discussing her remarkable legacy of public service with them when he sees her family this coming Friday. Bullshit. He fucking called out for her. I don't know. He I can't, I can't. is not with us. He has gone to the reservation. He needs to be have a blanket and put him in a rocking chair. This is ridiculous. He's gone, Uncle know? June, on us, dude. He is. He's, 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 he's not too far from coming down the steps and going, Johnny. Right. <laughs> I'm telling you, this guy is not capable of being president why are we not removing them cut me a brick and then she's up there jesus christ if it, if it was if she was pinocchio her nose would be 10 inches long do you want the rest of the clip or can i remove it no no go ahead if there i didn't even know there was any more what could she say there's a little bit more there's jackie she must not be here no i totally understand i just i just explained she was on top of mind yeah uh, um you know top of mind what we were able to witness today and what the president was able to lift up uh, in this uh, at this conference at this event uh, was how her uh, her focus on um, wanting to <laughs> they might as well end everything she says with a giant fart again i got to I, I feel for her i do that's got to be oh, the hardest job. possible job but she is yeah. extremely bad at it i mean what do you say? What do you say? Uh, how, you know, about, how about the truth? Who cares if you get fired? At least you don't look like a fucking jackass. We can't say the truth. Ask me like you're in the White House press pool. Ask me that. And I'm the mop headed Muppet. OK, uh, the president today uh, at the I didn't event. call on you. Oh, uh, yes. John from the Boomer Bunker. OK. The president today at the event, he uh, was talking uh, and calling out to a congresswoman who was died in a car ca crash months ago. Yeah, uh, he's a okay. fucking moron, and we can't, you know, we injected him with everything we had, and it still didn't work. What can we say? The guy's a fucking retard. I Next. don't know. <laughs> can I take and break the fourth wall down and talk about what's going on in our chat? Apparently, they had a hurricane party and a Zoom call. And they're all fucking drunk and they're in the chat uh, going insane. I mean, I love it, but what Hurricane the party? Are they in Florida? You know who's in Florida right now? Dirk's in Florida right now. And oh. he is, I think he is on the West Coast. So, hey, Dirk, I'm glad to see you're here. I think uh, if he was in the West Coast, he probably, probably wouldn't have internet. He's probably not in the West Coast. I think he is. I, I, I think he is. I don't know that, but... Uh, yes, he's in Clearwater and he's hammered. And not only does he, he has internet, he's here. Good on you. What can I tell you? Mm -hmm. Have you seen the, uh, the videos of what's going on? I, that's what I love about, you know, the internet and social media and these phones, the, the amazing videos, the nonsense that's going on out there. Yes. In the middle of this, there's a guy out there in the Gulf of Mexico with a wave runner and he's just plowing through i'm like this is how people die yeah but you're dying on a wave runner i mean and, not a bad way to go 
All right. There's three people on one of those uh, pontoon boats, those big pontoon boats, again, out in the Gulf of Mexico. And they're trying to ride this thing around. It's like riding a plank, uh, a big giant piece of plywood. And they're out there. I guess he's trying to ride it like say, ride it through the storm. I don't know. I can't believe he's not dead or they're not dead. I know this morning I couldn't wait to turn on you know, the national news because I was very interested in how this thing, you know, where this thing was going. We woke up with no power. You had, had somebody hit a pole oh, about 1.30 in the morning, and it was on and off all night, kept the wife up. You know, because every time they turn the power back on, we have things in the home that just turn on too, lights and crap like that that just automatically just kick on. Where there's nothing we can do about it other than just kick all the fucking breakers off. It tends tends to wake you up. So anyway, we got up a little bit groggy, and the power finally came back on, and just in time for me to watch the national news here at Today Show, whatever it was. And they go live to some chick who's who's right there, right on the shore. She's wearing like a rain slicker. And she's like, hi, David, I'm out here on the beach and the rain just began falling moments ago. As you can see, I'm being pelted with large droplets of rain. Then she does a five minute explanation of the projected path of the storm and why hurricanes are bad. The entire time, she sounded like she was doing an episode of how it's made at the Orville Redenbacher plant because the rain was fucking hitting her, her fucking rain slicker so hard. It was just, <laughs> yeah, there's rain and there's going to be some wind. It was just, it was horrible. It, it was just like popcorn. Okay, go to her. It's starting to rain. Cool. Let's go to Jim that's inside with uh, a noise gated mic. How about that? Okay, so you're into sound quality. Oh, it was fucking horrible. Of course, they said it was the first time that, it, that a hurricane could make it uninhabitable for weeks, if not months. Expected wind gusts were 75 to 110 in, in Fort Myers. Well, I think that actually increased. Uh, throughout the day right before it made uh, landfall now my local news they were talking to the camera as if they were live in florida breaking the news of this horrible storm to people that just woke up from a fucking coma we're in north alabama don't be doing live reports of the fucking hurricane leave that to the others dirk said it hit the winds hit 155 mile an hour. i believe it it's insane so you've heard, you know who Jim Cantor is, right? Oh, of course. Everybody does. Now you remember back, was it like five years ago, he was busted for getting into like a creek? That wasn't him. That was, a, that was a weatherman, but it wasn't him. Okay. Okay. So of course they always say when Jim Cantor shows up to your town, shit's about to get real. It's going down. So he is out there and it, when it made land for it, and it's a, it made land for it a category four. And he's trying to stand out in the street with the wind and he's leaning into it. And then all of a sudden one of those gusts hit him and he's like, he's heading out the hammer, you know? So then he braces himself and he's trying to walk back. And all of a sudden a fucking palm tree branch hits him around the ankles and almost knocks him down. And then he, he moves over and now he's got a hold of a, um, the, the sign that tells you street, street sign street sign pole he's got a hold of this he's holding on to it he's still talking i love that guy i mean one day you're just going to be sitting there he's going to be talking and all of a sudden a sign's going to come by and chop his head right the fuck off and it's going to be live on television it's going to be glorious i'm telling you glorious i cruised you know tiktok because that's like the best place to get up to date you know videos on that kind of crap like within half an hour of the event and uh oh yeah there are some really cool shots of the uh, Tampa Bay area where it had pulled the water out probably 
eighth of a mile, quarter mile out. Yeah, and the funny thing is that these morons are down there out there walking in the mud. Yeah, yeah they're down there walking in it. Well, <laughs> hey, man, you might find a gun or something. I mean, you just never know. When's the last time that's going to happen? You'd be like, yeah, man, I, I got the walk out there when there was no water. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've been through Gloria. I see one, two, three, three hurricanes that came here. And then Superstorm Sandy, which wasn't bad where I was. And then a bunch of tropical storms. They're no joke. I mean, when those hurricanes come, you know, when I'm hurricane and I'm inland, I'm in inland about 60 miles and there's still no joke. So I can't even imagine what it would be like to be on the coast when one of those things hit. Now I was on the coast for Gloria. Gloria was a cat one. It was only 80 mile an hour winds. I don't want to be in anything stronger than that. I can't believe that people are still there. Like, I just want to see how many dead people there are after this? How many stupid dead people that stayed there? Oh, it's not going to be no big deal. We get her kids down here all the time. Yeah, that was kind of one of the things I noticed in the TikTok videos. They're out there on their balcony upstairs crying because their fucking brand new Suburban or Tahoe, uh, the water's up to the almost the top of it. And they're like, uh, my, my SUV. And it's like, that's like 75, 80 grand. You probably could have filled that up and left. I'm telling you right now, if I was an insurance company and you came to me with flood, you know, your truck was flooded or something. And I said, wasn't that a mandatory evacuation hmm. and you stayed? Well, that was stupid. We're not paying for that. That's yeah, on well, you. It's a little bit different. Like I think Katrina was kind of a mandatory evacuation, but let's be honest. I mean, New Orleans is not loaded with money. Okay. That's a different story. And I understand not everybody in Florida is loaded with money either. No, but there's a lot more people in those areas. Those areas are not cheap to live in. Mm -hmm. Like you got to make a couple of bucks or have some dead, you know, relatives that have been very nice to you. You probably have better ways and means than those in Katrina did because it, it didn't just take out New Orleans. It took out, you know, all the way to like Biloxi, Mobile. It did some major shit. It actually came up here and did fucking damage. And I'm like five and a half hour drive to that area. I did see a, a cool video of uh, somebody trying to walk out there and this little bitty, tiny little micro, micro, micro tornado popped up for just like a split second. They were carrying in an, in an umbrella and it basically flipped the umbrella inside out and it knocked them on their ass. And then it just went away. It was like so cool. Like it just hit them and then went. It just knocked them over and threw them probably like 20 feet. Oh, and then there was another one of Jim Cantor. They go to Jim Cant and it's like, it's not that bad here. And all of a sudden you hear, yeah. and lightning hit real. And then all of a sudden you see his ass pucker up and he's like, okay, we're going inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's uh Dirk said, uh, here better than living in tornado alley. At least we got days of warning rather than five minutes of warning. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if we're in tornado alley, but I mean, we, we get them. I mean, we we had the big uh, outbreak of 2011. That was crazy. We lost power for eight days. That was sick. There was something like 280 tornadoes that day. We had uh, uh, EF5s cut through here. It sucked, man. That And I, I was working that day, and it was insane. Like, we got off early. It was insane that day. Like, I had to paint some units that were upstairs, so I had a pretty good view of uh, what was going on coming at us and just to watch those clouds and doing what they were doing in the weird colors, man, I, I knew something was wrong. It was really interesting. When you see the sky get green, 
you're like, ooh, that's not good. Yeah, with us, it was like a it was like a mauvey pink color. It was just ominous as fuck. Like you know, Downey, it's almost like it it's going, you're gonna die. You know, like like, oh fuck, I gotta get in, <laughs> I gotta get out of here and get home. So they were supposed to be, and this was like six years ago here. Uh, there was supposed to be this real severe thunderstorm. So, you know, I'm like one of those morons. I go down the river to watch it come across the river. So I'm in my truck. I got my camera. I got the time elapsed photos coming along. And what we had was a microburst. And yeah. a microburst is just, it's not a tornado. just the wind comes down and hits and just blows out. Knocked telephone poles down, knocked wires down. I mean, did a shit, snapped trees, did a shit ton of damage here. And the power was out here for about seven, eight days. So saw some of these, these uh, videos today that they were, you know, waiting around in their backyard and it was up to about their knees. And I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, back in 04, I had to evacuate, which meant I had to leave my home and go to my mom's home. My mom had a nice brand new home that was fucking built for this shit. So it was fine. But that day, you know, once it goes through, you can go back out. You'll see like traffic lights that are hanging down here. Like you'll be in your car and you'll pull up next to a light that's just right here next to your fucking window, just hanging by a. Cable. Now this was a tornado or a hurricane? Hurricane, hurricane. This this was in uh, West Melbourne, Florida. Oh, and, uh, okay, I got you. Yeah, West Melbourne's where the uh, you know poor people live. So I lived in a mobile home park and I couldn't pull in there because it was full of fucking water like a bowl, and uh, so I had to park like as close as I could, wade back to my place. Now, thank God. The more you go into the park, the ground gets higher and higher. So the water level back there wasn't, it was like ankle deep. But at the beginning of the park, it was, let's just say the bottom of my nuts got wet wading in. But as we went, it went down, 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 down. Thank God. So, you know, the thing is, I don't know if I would wade through water like that. In oh, you are. Well, like you're worried about alligators, snakes, yeah. all kind of shit. So. Yep. Absolutely. There'd be no you're, way. I'd be like, fuck that. You're also worried about if another like band comes through and uh fucking uh, lightning hits you. Cause I had one of my buddies back when I was young, his uh, name was Ace. He used to go to the ocean and fish right there off the shore. And he had gone out probably shin deep into the water and fucking a lightning strike hit and it hit the water close enough and it killed him. He was only wow. 21 years old, man. Good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. <sighs> Thoughts and prayers for Ace. Yeah. So, okay. So that's the big story right now is the hurricane that's in Florida. I guess you might get some rain out of this, but it's not going to be that big. I, well, they've changed the... This weekend, the Philadelphia Eagles are playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Jacksonville, I said, if, if I was them, I would have got out of town already and come to Philadelphia. Well, by the time Sunday comes along... The remnants of the hurricane will be here. So, oh, wow. so it's going to be a soaking rain. But the the great thing is that the coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars was Doug Peterson, who was the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles yeah. and led the Eagles to its only Super Bowl win in 2018. So it'll be neat to see that, but it's a shame it's going to be a horrible, horrible game. And my cousin, the Jimmy, he was just bragging. He's like, I got tickets to go see the Eagles game when Doug Peterson's going to be there. I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds pretty cool. Now, mm -hmm. he's like, just figure it's going to rain. Gonna, of course, we're going to have a hurricane here. So, well, 
I know Miami's playing out of town. I forget who they're playing Thursday night, uh, tomorrow night, but they're going to be out of town. So they don't really have to worry about it. But Tampa is supposed to have a home game. And I don't know that that's going to go well for them. Oh, yeah. You, you know what? I don't, I don't know that that's going to be able to happen because right. the, I don't know how much damage Tampa has gotten out of this since it kind of went a little bit, you know, lower on the map than they had planned. It, there was going to be more of a direct hit for them, but it, it went a little more south. So I don't know. I don't know, you know, if, if that game's going to be moved or or take place at all. I don't know. Yeah, so I know uh, the Wutskies, who used to have the hashtag no offense podcast, yes. they're in Tampa. Oh, okay. And, and, FK, and Dirk, I guess, is in Clearwater. And then I have a friend who... Uh, is down there. I haven't heard from him yet, but we'll see what happens. Oh, I got two friends down there now. I forgot about the other one. He just went down there. He just moved down there a little while ago. So, but I, that's how bad it is. Disney World is closed today and tomorrow. They never close. They never close. So we're getting live reports. Yep. Yep. The storm went down to Fort Myer. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the way the winds are blowing, it blew that water right up the the bay and did more damage in St. I mean, in Fort Myers because of the way just perfect storm blew all that water up the, the bay and up the river and they're all getting it. I guess it was, I don't know how many years ago, four or five years ago, Doug from the who's right podcast had moved to North Carolina and hurricane was coming. And I said to Doug, you know, I know you, you're from the middle of the country and you're not used to these hurricanes, but you know, maybe you ought to have a, like a plan. He's like, eh, you know, we're in land and blah, blah, blah. I said, how far close are you to water? He goes, well, there's a river. Same thing happened to him. Hurricane, perfect storm. Storm surge went all the way up the river. He had eight foot of water in his house, lost the vehicle, but he was smart. He got up, he got and left. And yeah. So now yeah, that was Hurricane Florence in uh, 2018. Yeah. yeah. Now he's in Kansas dodging tornadoes, <laughs> tornadoes and earthquakes. Yeah. Fuck those hurricanes. <laughs> Even though, you know, like Dirk says, you get days warning of, you know, it's coming, it's coming, get out of the way. Oh, no, get out of the way. So anyhow, that's enough about that. Let's talk about what's going on in the Baltic Sea. So what happens now? Like, in other words, how do they even fix this? Because there's so much methane gas coming out of this pipe right now, you can't even take a ship out there because the methane could ignite. No. What happens is when it gets into the into the water, what it does is it changes the buoyancy of the buoyancy, water. Yes. So if the boat goes out there, it will sink like a rock. Oh. It won't hold it. But does it does it kill all the fish? Because that would make it easy to catch. Uh, it will kill all the fish. There's probably tons of fish. There's going to be such, this is a real um, uh, environmental nightmare out there. Now I had heard something like there was blaming of like sabotage. Do you, do you think oh. that would, are, are, are they blaming us or are we blaming them? I forget. Well, there, again, you don't know who to believe. Uh, it does. It makes sense. I mean, Biden said that he would. Okay. If, Here. if it's us blaming them, then it's us. Right. Well, they're both. Whatever they say, the opposite. Right. They're they're both. It's it's the same. In other words, they're blaming us, and we're blaming them. Somebody went out there and fucked that pipeline up, and that is a major escalation. You know, it's it's kind of weird. Like, I wonder. This is probably how some of the the uh, people of Germany felt 
like in the 40s, the 30s, and the 40s when Hitler was doing all this shit? And they're like, you know what? I don't, I'm not a big fan of this. This well, is crazy. Who benefits from this thing being taken down? No one. So then so, why would there be sabotage? Because, okay, well, I guess who would benefit from it being taken down? No one. But Climate what, change? What would happen? Well, I don't know. Methane is a, is a bigger uh, greenhouse gas. Right. And right. That's why they don't want all the cows and stuff. That's right, because of the cow farts. Well, there's a hell of a lot of cow farts going on out now because that thing's just pumping. It's a... I forget how big it is. It's like well, a it burns too, man. You light a match. That's just going to go up. You, mm -hmm. you ever light a fart? No, not that what? dumb. Dumb. No. Why would I? First of all, what happens if it just goes up your asshole? The next thing and blows out your intestines. Well, you don't have to like do like bare ass. You can do it like through your pants. <laughs> you just drop on the floor, pull your legs back, hold your lighter and be like, you know, Never. I mean, I've, I I haven't done it since I was in high school, but you know, <laughs> pop lights so fun. Is it fun? Was it fun? Yeah, especially I mean, when the room's dark. It's great, and and when you when you ignite it, there's usually no smell because it burns it off. I would imagine it would burn the smell. Yeah, I guess so. Along well, either that it would smell like burnt hair. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. It's so uh, hair off your hand. <laughs> right. So so Germany right now and Europe is in big trouble because winter's coming and they were only getting 20%. Russia only had the pipeline running at 20% anyhow. And now they're fucked because they and don't they just turn it off like it. And they're like a big giant, you know, wheel. You can... I, I don't know. I don't know enough to know enough, but I don't know how they're going to fix it. How are they going to fix this? It's a nightmare. I know. Take a lot of time. That flex seal tape. Flex that stuff worked underwater, man. That's what you do. You go down there with a big giant fifty. Get that guy in his uh, screen door boat that's covered in flexi. You'll float out there and slap on a big old handful of flex tape. Yeah. Okay. So Biden had a speech today. This was the speech that he was talking about, where he had the uh, he was trying to say, "Where's the dead lady at? Was she here?" Okay. No, Joe. She's not. Still buried. Uh, that speech was about. The food, you know, because, you know, no American shouldn't go hungry, even though we're getting rid of all the farming and the food and we're destroying all the plants and every chicken plant's catching on fire. And well, there was a massive produce plant. I want to say it was in Italy, uh, Italy that went up either end of last week or the other day. Uh, it was a huge producer of produce mm -hmm. and uh, it it went up like full on. The uh, smoke looked like the, looked like an F five tornado, like it was that wide, like. Geez. Although it really smelled good. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't know. Since it was, I don't think that burned fucking vegetables and uh, what not. Chicken plant. Produce. Like oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought. I mean, I would assume. Now I don't know. Maybe they call produce foul because that's what I I asked Tammy. I was like, well, is that foul? Like that kind of produce? But no. She said, no, it's probably, you know, veggies. Hmm. I have no idea what's what's going on in the chat. We've lost. Oh, they're loaded, Bob. They are all what? drunk. Is already. everybody off tomorrow? I have no idea. But for some reason, somehow today they got into a Zoom meeting and they're over there drinking and they wanted to link. They wanted to come in here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know. If I, I don't think we can handle that. Well, Dirk's off because 
Tell you what, they can have it if I can bring in soft. No. Okay. No. Well, there you go. Then. No. I hate. How long did he it last? Them, we'll drink some last what? Not even a day. I don't know. He messaged me and he was like, "Oh, it didn't last long." And I'm like, "Well, you kind of jumped right in, just fucking." Yeah, well, this happened and that happened and the other. Just fucking, just ignore all that and let's move he, forward. He can't forward, not dumb. talk about what happened in the past. Move forward and say, "Hey, how's it going, guys?" That's all you got to do. You don't yeah. got to be like, "Hey, man, just for the record, dude." This is our Discord. We have a Discord for the show, and you know, come in there and you can talk to us. Sometimes we do uh, after show. I'll tell you what the after show, the after show uh, Discord ought to be a hoot today. <laughs> If they're still up, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Do you want to get into this thing with the FBI agents? Yes, that's your story. So I don't have it pulled up. Do you? Is that's my story? Dude, I'm telling you, I'm so... Almost everything else is mine. Almost. Okay. But uh, that one... How bad my memory is. I thought that was your story. I was yeah, reading it today, like, for the first time. All right. Yeah, there's so, uh, two at the bottom that were kind of from the the other day. I this gentleman right here with his horde of kids and his wife right there. This guy couldn't pull out of a driveway. FBI agents armed with rifles descends on the home of Catholic pro-life activists and arrests him in front of his seven kids. The FBI agents descended on the rural home of a Catholic author and pro-life sidewalk counselor Friday morning and arrested him for alleged violation of the freedom of access to clinic entrances or face while his terrified seven children looked on screaming. The subject had no criminal record nor a history of violence and had already agreed to turn himself in if a decision was made to bring charges against him. But despite the baselessness of the charges, according to some legal experts, the raid was an attempt to intimidate and humiliate an opponent of the Biden regime. Okay, what are we doing here, FBI? I mean, basically, you're just like the Gestapo. You're the SS once you was working on uh, not letting people go into the abortion clinic and uh, we cannot have that. So we were going to arrest you in front of your children. Get on the ground. Get on the ground. Mark Hoke is the founder and president of the Kingsmen, an authentically Catholic and unapologetically masculine apostate, opposes pornography and promotes Christian virtues along, among men in the United States and Europe. His wife, Ryan Marie. Wait a minute. What? Ryan Murray, his, his wife, Ryan Murray, yep, that's right, told LifeSite uh, Life News that he drives two hours south to Philadelphia every Wednesday to pray the rosary and sidewalk cancel for six to eight hours at two different abortion clinics. His arrest stemmed from an altercation that took place outside the Philadelphia Planned Parenthood abortion clinic a year ago. The 72-year-old pro-abortion escort repeatedly bullied and hurled per... What's that word? Pejoratives? He was uh, cursing. Yes, pejorative. <laughs> he was cursing at his kid, who was 12 years old. Like so, if I called you an Epsler, right. that's pejorative. Okay. So here we go. So now this escort that was escorting these people to, in to get an abortion, he was picking on this guy's son, and he got within this guy's son's, I guess, safe space. In other words, he was in his personal space, and the father came in and did what any father did. He got between the two of them and he pushed the guy back and the guy fell and hit his head. Now this was over a year ago. The, there was no charges filed because they said, you know what? There's nothing. The, the whole case was thrown out of court. Nope. The FBI took this case and then went and arrested this guy. 
So if convicted, he will face a maximum possible sentence of 11 years in prison, three years of supervised release, and fines up to $350,000. This is a guy who is a, a preacher, a man of God, who goes and prays the rosary in front of abortion clinics. He, this, they're after him. That's Me a hate crime, John. That's a hate crime in, uh, in, in their eyes. Okay. Meanwhile, one of a... I guess Democrat or whatever saw a kid in a magna hat, a MAGA hat and ran him over and killed him. He's out. He's out on bail. Did the, did the FBI storm his yeah, house? They're allowed to do that. What run over MAGA uh, Republicans? Like, yeah. He's a hero. Help you break. There's something wrong here. Well, let me share something here that sure. California taxpayers are paying for these fucking billboards. Uh, this one here says, uh, need an abortion? California is ready to help. Learn more at abortion.ca.gov. Uh, down here it says, it's a biblical quote. Uh, Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. Mark 12, 30, I think it says one. My eyes are blurry right now. But so, yeah, I mean, that's the article here is. Uh, love thy neighbor as I love myself. What am I supposed to jerk him off to? Hey, oh, so. Yeah, California Governor Newsom cites Jesus on billboards promoting abortion. Now, you know what? You can have billboards that promote abortion. I don't care. Using taxpayer dollars. As long as you put up equally as many billboards that promote things like helping those who are pregnant. You know what I mean? Like the opposite of abortion. Those I don't want to say Planned Parenthood because we know what they do. But the other ones, you know, where they well, try to give you options. Bob, I'm not a bright man. I've been told that several times. Let me ask you this. Where is the harm in giving everybody the information? In other words, here you go. This uh, this is what happens when you get pregnant. This is what the baby looks like here. This is what the baby looks like at this time, you know, at this many weeks and this and that. And and then give them all the options. If you want to have the baby, you don't have to keep the baby. The baby can put up for adoption. You know, we have uh, people who, are, who would love to raise your baby and, you know, you don't have to terminate this. And then then if she says, you know what? No, I don't, I don't want that. I'm just going to uh, have an abortion. You go, OK, you know, we try. Because they go don't ahead. believe in informed consent. They don't they don't want you to know. They want you to think that the best thing you could do is to kill that child. Maybe it is. I don't know. But let's right. say, I'm, not, I'm not saying, I'm, you right. know, one way or the other. I, it's not my problem. That is between you, the other parent of that child, if if they're in your life. You're the one that's going to have to deal with it for the rest of your life and potentially the afterlife if you believe that stuff. Right. Yeah. That is, but that is a you problem. I, I cannot save save the world, so I tend to focus on my own self. Yeah, I just don't understand why we just can't give us, okay, okay, you're pregnant. You want to you wanna take and terminate the pregnancy? That's fine. We're just going to give you all the information. And you can go home and make a you know making a decision. Well, you you know, for the same reason, when there's an overdose, and while they're in the emergency room, and they come to whatever, they're not offered all these different programs that are available to help them not end up back in that same position. They don't hand out all these you know telephone numbers. Hey, you know, you can go to this place and get help. You can get therapy. You can get you know rehabilitation. You, here's where you can get on your feet. Whatever you know, if it's a woman who's trapped with a bad man who's also doing drugs you know but she wants to get away from him whatever and can't here's where you know women can go and and get help get out of this get on their feet whatever they don't give you that information they just get you to where you're not going to die and then they throw you back out and then they mail you bills you know it's it's weird because 
here in New Jersey, there is a lot of, um, I guess, support groups for people that are that are drug addicted and all. Right. And I know a, a lot of people that have had to go through this because it's court appointed. You have to go. You have to get something signed. So you have to go to these meetings. Yeah, those suck. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing was, you know what it did? I'm, I'm thinking just the people that I know. It made them better drug addicts. In other words, they all got together and they said, oh, you know what I do when I need a fix? I go and I take and steal the checks from my dad's checkbook, but I don't steal the ones at the top. I steal the ones from the back. Yeah, and yeah. I just go write a check and they don't notice that they're missing for a little while. And by that time, I've already, oh, yeah, well, if you take this and take it to a pawn shop, you know, you can get this much. It's, it, they just become better drug right. addicts and better thieves. Yeah, well, that's why, that's why NA, I've happened to know quite a few people who have had their battles with drugs. And, they, you know, they say that NA is just like a cult. And that's also like if you're new in town and you want to know what her score, go to a freaking NA meeting. They will help you out. Like, you know, they'll, while you're going out for a smoke, Hey man, where can I get some? Hold on. I'll get my dealer on the phone. Hey, right. what do you got? I got, I need a guy that needs a fix. Sure. Yeah. What you what you need dog, you know? Yeah, sure. So you got any cash? Sure. Let's do that. You know, the FBI, I don't know if you've seen that Dan by had a FBI whistleblower on uh, he had a, two episodes and it was pretty telling about how, they took everybody. They took a lot of the agents off of drug trafficking, kid trafficking. You know, a lot of cases, and they put them on this January sixth thing, and had them, you know, digging into this. And they were calling, they were calling like all their offices around the country and saying, "Okay, we're going to take and give you these names of people that we think that were there. All right, go look into them." So it's really become more of a I'm like just a jackboot organization. And you think that once they were called out on this, that they would stop, but they're not, they're doubling down. They're like, fuck you were the FBI. You can't stop us. We'll do what we want. We're the FBI. We'll do what we want. I don't know. I, I just yeah, don't see. They, getting they definitely have a God complex as do all of the three letter agencies. They all have a God complex. This they country. Wrong. Okay. So I'm going to get in trouble here and I don't care because I'm going to go say it. This country was great when we believed in the Bible and the Constitution. When we believed in the Bible and we believed in the Constitution, this country was great. Once we stopped doing that, once we stopped following those rules, this country has been swirling the fucking drain ever since. It started in the 60s and kind of went downhill ever since then. That's my that's my take. Did I use all the words, Bob? Yes, you did. I always said that, uh, and I, I, I need to start doing this. I need to let you say your point first. Let you get all the words out. And then I'll just mop up. What are we going to next? Were you trying to give me work or something? No, I'm just saying I would, you, you should allow you to get your opinions out first. And then if there's something that I think that I can add to that, I will add to it. I don't like using one. all the words and you don't have anything to say afterwards. I think it's selfish. I found uh, this one here, and I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, this is uh, New Zealand. Uh, this chick, uh, Izzy Cook, she's a 16-year-old activist. I don't know if her parent mom is somebody like famous over there or something. I don't know. I have no idea. But she went on, on the radio to warn people. Now, they were doing this thing called like climate change for school, or I forget. Strike for climate. Strike number four climate here at the bottom. And she went on this uh, radio show to do a little interview 
have to apply to have like approved events to be able to fly for? Well, that's one thing that you could look at doing. Am I allowed to go to Fiji? Is that necessary? In the current climate crisis, I don't think that that's necessary. When was the last time you were on a plane? Mm, I'm not sure. Maybe a few months ago, to be honest. Where'd you go? Fiji. Is he? <laughs> Do you hear that? She just told this woman not to take a trip on a plane to Fiji. And then the woman asked her, well, when's the last time you were on a plane? Well, a few months ago. Okay, where'd you go? Fiji. Izzy, don't you care about the climate, Izzy? Of course I care about the climate. Not enough. You went to... <laughs> you went to Fiji. <laughs> Izzy, come on, mate. Are you serious? Are you unaware, <laughs> nitwit? Are you serious, Izzy? No, it's pretty Are you still there? It's pretty ironic. It's pretty to, ironic but to be honest, it's not really a trip that I wanted to go on, but I can't really think of it. Yeah, they forced me to go on the beaches there and wear a bikini with my ass cheeks hanging out. And uh, I was it was paid for for my parents. So I, what was I supposed to do? I went there under protest. Fucking idiot. Hypocrite. I think that's like a some kind of like a metaphor for all this shit. Yeah. It's all do as I say, not as I do bullshit, you know? Yeah, they, they want to get rid of all the, you know, all the real meat for us. Meanwhile, they'll have it. They'll have steak and chicken. They'll have all that. Not us. We'll be eating fucking mealworm meat. Give me a break. I mean, this is the shit I'm talking about. And you know, we why aren't we why aren't we taken to the streets? Why aren't we like this election is so important? You saw what they just did in Italy. That that they're basically calling that woman a fascist. They're basically calling her the female Hitler. Well, they did the same thing to Trump, so who cares? Yeah, because they're scared to death. They're scared to death that the people are going to reject this great reset. Here's the thing. This is what happened. This, I'll just go back to what my father would say. The world, it's been one good time, Charlie, after another for the rich people. Whenever there was a problem, the, the governments bailed them out. And now what they're doing is they're using these corp, big corporations and they're using them to Stamp that because what they've done is they've overextended. They've overextended everything. Right now, there's such a problem in England with the currency. And what they're going to do right now is they're going to start buying back all their bonds. Well, that's going to infuse more cash into the system. It's going to be, it's like walking up to a forest fire and throwing a 55 gallon drum of gasoline on it. They don't care. And if they're going to do it, that's the next thing that's going to happen here. She would be the female Mussolini since she's Italian. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The female Mussolini. Moose. Moose is I, didn't, I didn't see any antlers on her head, but man, maybe. Man, maybe. And they're just going to burn it all down. They'll be fine. We'll be the ones that are fucked. The ones that will be fucked are the ones that are in the, in the cities. That's where it's going to be mayhem. People out in the suburbs, people out in areas where you can farm and and right. you know and have your own Shoot chicken up. and all that shit. Yeah, that they'll be fine. They'll still be able to have their own chickens unless unless the police say, "Oh, you can't you can't grow chickens. You you're, you can't raise chickens. You can't grow your own food and all. You can't do that." Yeah, I was kind of surprised to learn. Of course, I learned this a while back, but there are places where you're not allowed to capture your own rainwater into barrels. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. What? Well, fuck you. That shit fell out of the sky. You don't own that. Oh, yeah. Like, it's my oh. house. If I want to cut my gutter and, you know, reroute it to this big tank where I save the fucking rainwater, that's my business. Now, Tristan says you can't grow your food without a permit. I don't know if that's true. Well, I don't, it's not true in New Jersey. Well, it depends on how much food you want to grow. I mean, there's a lot of, I'll tell you what, this year there was a lot of people turning their backyards into gardens and they were growing tomatoes and cucumbers and zucchini and, and they were, uh, they were making spaghetti, you know, tomato sauce and they were jarring everything and they were getting uh, like pork and chicken and beef and they were just cooking it and putting it in, you know, basically Mason jars and putting it on their shelves they'll be the people that are the ones that survive the ones that are in the city that got to go to whole foods to get their food all the time. Yeah. They're the ones that are going to die. Unfortunately. <laughs> What's <laughs> <laughs> What's next, Bob? Well, let me throw it up here. Millions of Netflix fans say they'll quit app this year as cost of living crisis bites. We're one, one in four Netflix users say they're planning to ditch the app this year. I don't know why they're calling it an app. There's, it's a fucking streaming service. I don't know what it's gone up to. Mine is free. I mean, it comes with my cell service. I don't pay extra for it. It's just there. So, mm-hmm. of course, this is in uh, L Squiggly's. I guess so that's, it's uh, pounds. pounds or euros. I forget. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know why. I thought it says the U.S. Sun up here. So I figured it would be in american but yeah i i know that they've been going up on their on their monthlies i don't know what they are didn't you say that they were going to offer like a ad-based one two or something like that well i know hulu has like in other words if you want it for i'm just going to make up a number here if you want it for eight dollars a month yeah you have to get ads right if you want to pay fifteen dollars a month for it right you can have it without ads, and it's worth it without ads i would say so but there's some shows that even with no ads, for some reason they have ads. And I and I sent off an email and I said, "Hey, I pay for no ads. Why am I going to get ads?" And they went, "Well, because something th- th- there's other ones and we can't take the ads out." Of it. And I go, well, "That's no no ads. Why am I paying for no ads and getting ads? I don't care. Take the ads out of them." Well, we can't really do this. We're really sorry. And you know what? Uh, go fuck yourself. You know they gave me that. You know they gave me this. So go fuck yourselves. That's what I got. Here's the, Here's the thing. I I don't even know how many streaming services I have. I, I know I have Hulu. I know I have uh, Amazon Prime. I know I have Netflix. I think I have Paramount Plus. I think I have Disney Plus. Well, Disney should come with uh, Hulu. They have like a kit that has Hulu, Disney Plus, and ESPN. That's all I have. Yeah, I'm not 100%, but here's the thing. What about XM Radio? Any of that stuff? No, no, I got to get rid of that. I'm not paying for Howard. Yeah, that's garbage. What do I pay for OnlyFans? I do not pay for OnlyFans. I, yeah, take their, I take their free thing, and then I go and immediately cancel it. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know where, again, I don't even know where I'm paying for this stuff at. So I have a feeling what I'm going to do. Well, they, don't, they don't email you once a month saying, hey, your payment's been processed. I, listen. There's a lot of times where I don't have like one email. I have like like 10 emails. So I don't even know which emails are going to. So I figured what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to say, I lost my wallet and I need all new credit cards. <laughs> so then they send me all new credit cards and then it'll be Game of Thrones because they'll be like, hey, wait a minute. 
you're this payment didn't and i'm like right sorry about your luck i'm canceling and that'll be that and then i think i'm going down to i mean to be honest with you i don't really watch tv that much anymore there's some stuff i like on netflix but not enough to carry it i think i'm just going to carry hulu amazon prime because i use it for you know second day delivery and uh, that's it here's a scam for you do you have an Audible account? Of course not. I don't read books, Andrew. Right. So I have an Audible account because I buy books to listen to. I haven't bought any in a while. So I have eight books to, to I have eight credits. So I said, okay, well, why don't I cancel this? If I cancel my subscription, even though I paid for eight credits, my credits go away. So how is that fucking fair? Well, you know, if you go to our terms and services and you go to paragraph three, item A, number four, it says that if you have credits and you cancel your thing, you lose your credits. I'm like, well, that's not fair at all. I'm going to get my eight books. I'm going to figure out eight which one they are, and I'm canceling that shit. We'll see what happens. Comment here from Dennis. Uh, the new Dahmer series is pretty intense. Is, is that a cooking show? Yeah, it might be. Uh, it's how to cook uh, humans. So I didn't watch it. But I heard a review, and the review I heard was that, you know, it's been done, but really what this Netflix uh, series is, is about is about the gayness, how Jeffrey Dahmer was basically gay or how he, he was a self-hating gay, and this is how he ended up. So does that cleanse him of all of his crimes then? I, again, I haven't watched it, but it's like they got to make everything gay now. Uh, I was watching She-Hulk, and then the one day at the end of the show, uh, the She-Hulk and Megan B, the, Megan Megan the Stallion, were was twerking at the end, and I was like, "That's it, I'm done. Yeah. I, I've had enough." This Did is you hear? I had uh, heard uh, earlier today that I guess some new information has come out regarding Anthony Bourdain. This is just off the top of my head. Uh, I guess he was somehow in a relationship with. Uh, was it Asia Argento? Okay, I don't know who that is. She was uh, one of the accusers of uh, the uh, fucking director Weinstein a while back. Oh, back in like okay. 2018, 2019. Yeah, so apparently they were in some kind of a relationship and she had sent him some text messages that were kind of, kind of rough. And I don't know, but it was like not too long after those messages, he took his own life. So that's what they say anyway. Well, I don't know if you know this. You can dig up some more on that. Him and Joe Rogan were really tight. Like they were really friends. He, he, he cried for like four episodes after that. Yeah. And, you know, I guess I can't remember which episode I just listened to, but they brought him up again. And he was like, the thing that really bothers me about the this whole thing with Anthony is why didn't he call? Why didn't he say something? I would have dropped what I was doing. I would have went right out there. You know, I would have been with him. I would have, you know, helped him get help. Yeah, he didn't have to do what he just he didn't have to do what he did, which makes me think that maybe was it made to look like a suicide? Anybody think about that angle? I don't know. There I've got a okay. So Anthony Bourdain told Asia Argento, You were reckless with my heart in last text before his death death. Um trying to see what she said back to him. Argento said that in uh, September twenty eighteen that the pair cheated on each other. It wasn't a problem for us. A fight via text with Argento included the in the book and below, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to see if it actually. 
Yeah, he says, you were reckless with my heart, which was one of his last texts, but I'm trying to see if it says anything about anyway. So anybody who's interested in any, any more about that particular story, you can dig it up. It's not hard. You just type in Bourdain and Argento and boom, this comes up. So, yeah, I, again, I wasn't a fan of his show. Yeah. I'm not interested in anybody I, eating weird stuff. Yeah. Well, of course you're not. He, he seemed a bit of a tool in my humble opinion. I don't right. know. I, I understand that he was uh, into drugs and drinking. I mean, he was a big party guy. He was uh, a liver of life. He was a liver of life. Yeah. Uh, so again, it's a shame. It's a shame when someone takes their own life, but it just doesn't make sense to me that a guy that had all that going for him took his own life. It just is, again, doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Well, I'm going to share this. Uh, we're going to jump into this. Millions of horrified Apple News users receive vulgar N-word notification. News site Fast Company is forced to shut down its entire website after a hacker accessed its system and sent out racist messages. Now, I'm pretty sure that down here we have those racist messages. Um, one of these I can like flip through. Yeah, here's a gallery. It says it's blanked out. It says tongue my anus. I think it was N-word. N-word. <laughs> and then it says Thrax was here. T-H-R-A-X was here. Right. Next one. Can't see it down. Yeah, it's the same thing down here. You just can't right. see it. Well, the, read the, uh, go back to that one and read. Someone s shared it on social media and said, is it just me? Oop. Oh. Is it just me or did anyone else get this Fast Company Apple News post notification? Right. <laughs> it says, hey, and we're tuck my, tongue my anus. What's the, can you, I can't read that. It's What's all blurry, blurry for me too. It's uh, fast company's content management system was hacked on Tuesday evening. As a result, two obscene and racist push notifications were sent to our followers in Apple news about a minute apart. The messages are violent or not in line with the content and ethos of fast company. We are investigating the situation and have shut down Fast Company, sorry, uh, until the situation has been resolved. So there you go. Now, maybe, maybe it was this guy. Uh, this guy was, you ever have these people that go door to door trying to sell you electricity? Well, what this is, this guy claims to be from um, Duke Electric, I think. This guy is selling solar panels. Now, from what I know, these people aren't actually with the electric company. They just say that to make it sound like they're there in a larger capacity. Right. They're, they're trying to, there to sell you fucking solar panels. Right. And they're trying to switch you from the electric company to their company. Well, yeah. Or get money out of you. Yeah. I mean, you know, why would the electric company try to sell you solar panels? They're going to lose fucking money from you. Okay. So here we go. So he goes up to this guy. Here we go. Should have uh, shortened this up. <laughs> no, took a little, took a little walk. Suspense makes it that much better. Apparently, this uh, homeowner's on CPT. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Hey, sorry to bother you. What's I'm up? Fernando. I work for Peak Energy. We're a few doors down. We're in 1845. Okay. So we do solar around here. We're just coming around talking to niggers. Uh, no. Sorry, dude. Neighbors. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, disavow. Oh, disavow. <laughs> no, man, that wasn't even back that up back that up back that up back that up i think i lost that sale 
Back that up. Back that up. Right about right about there. That that is where things immediately went wrong. Energy. We're a few doors down. We're in 1845. Okay. So we do solar around here. We're just coming around talking to niggers. Uh, <laughs> By the way, it is it is a black gentleman who owns that home. It is a looks like a very nice home. Yeah. yeah. Energy. We're a few doors down. We're in 1845. Okay. So we do solar around here. We're just coming around talking to niggers. Uh, Whoa. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Neighbors. I apologize, man. Bye. He just he just got left on the doorstep. <laughs> No kiss, <laughs> nothing. He's out. No sale. Duke, can you come into my office, please? I just got a call from somebody else. Uh, they're complaining that you walked up and said that you were selling so Watch him go ahead and hit the rest of that. <laughs> no, man, that wasn't even. Uh, what do you say? What? You say it in your rap music. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he like pauses there at the bottom of the steps going, do I go back and try to, No. is there a way to fix this? Like, oh, no. I'm so screwed. No. And it, well, it's you know, he was thinking it. Well, you say he, that, but I mean, there's not... neighbors, <laughs> but he accidentally said something <laughs> totally different. Oh my God. You're going to well, use that tomorrow, aren't you? Uh, maybe. Well, tomorrow. on the rubberneckers, I think I have to. They have to use this on the rubberneckers. But the thing is, I found like, that and I could not believe that I found I that. I was, oh my God. So I'll never forget, I was uh, working as a supervisor in the elevator business. Hey, maybe it's David Duke Electric. David Duke Electric, we're selling solar panels to beep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where is uh, it? Well, it could be. Hold on. Welcome to Walmart, in word. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, this is David Duke Electric. Uh, we're out here selling solar panels to... <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's actually where the name of the show came from, in case you didn't know. <laughs> well, there's that song that I want to use. As I, I, I yeah. can't play that here. But there's a song that a guy, a white guy, sings... And it's an amazing song. It give an N word a break. Give an N word a break. With a soft, soft A. Yeah. Not okay. a hard R. Give a N word with a soft A a break. Yeah. And it's funny because it's been on YouTube for since 2019. Uh, Has over a million views. The, if you go into the comments, they're like, hey, listen, man, I listen to that song and I'm a black man and I'm not offended at all. You get a pass. And I was like, really? I can't believe that. So, yeah, it's interesting. I wanted to see if somebody, I asked Bob if he could play their song on a guitar because I wanted to sing it saying, give a necker a chance. I don't even know where my acoustic is. I've got it somewhere. I've just, I, I don't care. Use the other one. I don't care which one you do. Give a necker a chance. But anyhow, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, whoops. That's a uh, epic that's fail. Epic fail. Yep. <laughs> All right. Somebody new here. Uh, Blades the Streamer. What's up, guys? Coming from Spotify. I didn't know Spotify. Uh, does our show go out to there on the, the audio version? Yeah. 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 I, I have managed to put out, a, what, three episodes here in the last couple of days? You did. So, you um, did. Gonna, I got like four more, now five more to go, but they're going to be out. Well, it's funny. it's funny because I was in a Twitter DM with other podcasters, and one of the podcasters says, 
you know, uh, I pay $200 a month for childcare every month. And that's really expensive. And I'm like, why are you telling me this? And she goes, Oh, you were talking to Bob on the boomer bunker. And I was like, Oh, oh okay. All right. Oh, there you I, go. I don't even know how long ago that was. So people I'm not, I'm wrong. People are listening to them. They are listening okay. to them. So yes. Good on you for getting them out, Bob. I have, I have some uh, listeners who keep in contact with me. And they let me know that that's they want to watch the live stream, but they're in their truck at work and they they're you know driving and they can't because they're having to get out and you know they do like delivery type stuff, big big orders and uh, you know for like companies, so they they're unable to, so they have to listen to what's on the RSS feed. Yes. Uh, okay. Do we, is that it? I don't think we have anything else. I don't think I have. Um, I kind of wanted to touch on this one. We didn't get to it the other day. Um, sure. I I think it's definitely a topic we could talk about for a minute uh let's see let me bring it up you want to address some comments go ahead now so aram he, he was on uh he called into the eric zane show the other day what's his and, uh what's his username again on the i don't even know to be honest with you i can't I, I don't know what it is but anyhow he calls up and he goes well by the way you should listen to the moment bunker 30 minutes in they're very 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 racist and i was like really <laughs> Let me go back and see what happens. You know, so I go back to the episode and I go 30 minutes in and we were talking about Antelope, the Quickie Mart. We were talking about the Quickie Mart and who runs the Quickie Mart. <laughs> and apparently he's, it's his people. His people. I'm like, run. you're coming again. What? They're, they're, I, they're not, I, Armenians don't own my fucking local. No, no. Well, I don't know what a ROM is. I have no idea, but he likes Armenian. Like, I think he's like, uh, it, 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 isn't Eric like part Armenian or something too? Yeah, I think he is. I mean, his last name is yeah. His yeah. like real last name is very Armenian That's sounding. Right. So yeah, yeah. Racist? What is a why is it racist? Were we hating? Were we saying that they suck and they all need to die? They just have an accent. We just what we did was we talked in the accent of the Quickie Mart. I'm and sorry, you, but you, when they took over my Quickie Mart, all of a sudden things went downhill. The prices went up and the and the quality went down. Yeah. It happens. I'm sorry, but yeah, the, I, I get I it. I don't create the stereotype. I just kind of point right. them out. Exactly. Anyhow. Oh, that's Eric's brother. No, it's not. That's what it said here. In the, no, it's not his brother. It's just not his brother. Is that his brother? I don't, I don't think it's his brother. That's a lie. Anyhow. You know who else is Armenian? Down. He likes rubberneckers, but he hates this show because of our right-wing racist homophobic 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 uh misogynist phone is super straight exactly so hey listen this show's not for everybody yeah fine i don't have a problem with that so this article here says uh, a gen z cashier making 13 dollars an hour says that she quote acts her wage to protect her mental health this is not the sum total of your entire life this is literally just a job uh, Claire, a 22-year-old cashier, does the job she was hired to do, nothing more, nothing less. What's wrong with that? More people are embracing, quote, acting their wage by not doing work outside of their job description. I don't have a problem with this. She said that Gen Z has a different approach to work and more separation from employers. So, That's right. So, well, like, okay, case in point, my wife was uh, asked to train a, a, a train a guy he's not new he's been there for a little bit a short a very short time but he's kind of new and and she was asked to train this guy on 
what she does. And I'm like, well, that's not in your job description. Your job is not to train people. And? And she's like, well, everywhere I've worked, I've had to train people. I'm like, yeah, they've asked me to do it. And I told them, fucking pay me more and I'll do it. Okay. So I don't, I don't understand. So you are agreeing with this or you're disagreeing with this? I agree with it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, you know, when I worked these kind of Joe jobs like this, I would take it upon myself to learn every position and, and, you know, so I would be more useful. I would get more hours. I knew my pay wasn't going to go up, but when it was time to schedule, they're going to put me getting the most hours. But that was a time when, you know, it was, yeah, I'm a union guy all the way. Um, when it's a job where they can give you 24 hours or they can give you 40. Yeah. I'm going to learn every position that I can. So that way I am of more use and they're going to give me more hours. But when it's a job like my wife's and she doesn't have to like, f fuck that. I'm going to go back to when I was an elevator mechanic. So what would happen is in our standard agreement, they can't make you work overtime. Can't make you work overtime. So, but what they would do is they would pressure you. If you don't work overtime, we're never going to give you overtime. You're just going to work 40 straight hours or whatever. Now me, I love working overtime all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, if you're going to give me a call, if you're going to let me go out and fix an elevator and that's the only thing I got to do. You're going to pay me twice as much as you would when I normally went out and fix it. I'm there. I'm going. So I remember one time I was at a family function. It was a wedding or some kind of party or something. I couldn't go. Couldn't go. I, I actually had had a couple of drinks and I wouldn't go if I had a couple of drinks. So I get a 911 text because I always wear my beeper and I call the answering service and the answering service, I want to speak to your boss. Your boss wants to speak to you. So I, okay. So he, he says, how come you can't take that call? I said, well, I'm at a wedding, whatever it was. And uh, I've had a few drinks and I can't go. He goes, that's it. Monday morning. No one will take these calls. Monday morning. You're coming into office. I'm like, hey, you're, I'm the last guy you called. I take calls all the time. You're yelling at me. If I, go call one of those prima donnas that never take a call and lean on them. He won't because they wouldn't put up with it. I would put up with it. See, he knew he could lean on me and right. I would go. And I said, I said, I'm not going because simple fact, I have had alcohol. And if something happens, not even of my own fault, and they test me, I'm screwed. So I'm not going. And that's that. I said, I'll be in Monday morning. And I went in Monday morning. And I said, okay, what, what's, our, what's the problem here? I said, do I have to call the union? Because if, if, if we're going to get into something, I'm calling a union. And he's like, no, no, I'm not going to call the union. He says, I was just upset. I said, okay, I understand why you're upset, but I can't work when I've been drinking. That's the end of that story. But so they will lean on the people that they, they know they can. And these Gen Z people, they, they work to live. They don't live to work. And I don't have a problem with that. And companies shouldn't do that either. But they're always trying to. I remember uh, one guy, real asshole. He was talking about a business. He says, I take my workers and I squeeze them like a sponge. I squeeze everything out of them. And then once I get everything out of them, I throw them away and I get another sponge. And I was like, you piece of shit. That you're going to have that in business, but good for the Gen Z. Good for sticking up for it because they've been raised that you know what they're they're worth something, and if you don't like them, you know well, there's what? a lot of things that our generation and the generation prior to us have done that have I, that we have allowed or put into place or we've let them get away with it that you know this next generation needs to fucking squash it because it is bullshit. Like, like 
them, you know, you get hired as a cashier and all of a sudden you're having to stock, you're having to mop the floors, you know, that kind of thing. Like, why don't you hire somebody to do that shit? Well, there's no customers right now and you can just turn off your light and go in front of the shelves uh, on uh, aisles five through nine. Fuck you, you know? Uh, you know what? I don't know, I don't know if you've ever worked in in like a grocery store, but that's yeah. kind of what they usually make you do when you when it's slow. You turn out your light at your register and you go front shelves, bringing things to the front of the shelves. Yeah, I've worked in a I've worked in a supermarket before, and that's exactly what happens. Yeah. But I have a problem with that because there's nothing worse than standing there with nobody to check out. It yeah. time takes a lot longer, and I'm like, okay, what do you need? Okay, you want me to stock so what if, shelf? Fine. Okay. I'll go okay. So what if what if the what if the company decides to change it and be like, okay, well, you're not just a cashier. Part of the duties of a cashier is to all of these extra things. You know what I mean? Then you can't just be like, well, I'm only cashiering and that's it. Okay. So here's the only problem. This is the only time I would have a problem with it. If let's say I'm a cashier and cashiers make $13 an hour and guys that stock the shelves make $18 an hour. Right. Now, if you want me to stock the shelves, I'll stock them, but you're paying me $18 an hour. They don't have cashiers stock but yeah i i get your point but but if you're just you know bringing the boxes from the back of the shelf to the front so they look more full and they're easier for customers to grab stuff off of you know oh wow look at this bob we have somebody in the chat that's not uh stinking drunk bad's leadership makes people do things good leaderships makes people want to do things i agree with that why why can't rob i agree with that yes so there you go all righty well, I used to keep that, you know, that, um, minimum wage, uh, you know, notice that that's in every break room Yep. in America says the minimum wage is this much. I used to keep that taped into my work vans <laughs> and when my guys were turned into fucking divas, I'd open a door and point at it and be like, check that out. You're making like almost three times that shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. like, you work in the air conditioning, you've got toilets, micro, like you, you've got a private bathroom in each apartment you've got fucking microwaves you got a ice box there to keep your lunch cold what are you bitching about yeah shut up you're, you're a painter it's not like you're doing something you never have to climb a ladder for fuck's sake yeah you know something if i had bananas i could teach a monkey to do what you do well i couldn't <laughs> i couldn't do that since most of my guys that uh work with me were people of color <laughs> couldn't get yeah, up that'd be tough. yeah i mean Nothing is, listen, every job has its idiosyncrasies that makes you a better person. Like, in other words, I'm sure, Bob, you could paint an apartment five times faster than I can, mm -hmm. but I could paint an apartment. In other words, I can sure. dump a roller and run it up and down a wall. It's not fucking rocket science. There you go. And to me, the worst thing was when you had nothing to do because time drug on. I like being busy when you're busy. I do too. Lots. I do too. Yeah. Well, that's why at, you know, my Joe jobs that I have had been a long time, but I did have them. I, I would learn every position just because I didn't want to be bored. Like there's, there's no pizza to make. So, uh, oh, the telephone rang. I'll answer it. I'll take the order. I'll ring it up and I'll go make the motherfucker. And if there's nothing else going on and it's a delivery, I'll drive it too. screw it. Learn how to fucking, you know, get the order off the truck when it came in and rotate the stock, all that shit. And then I even went as far as to learn how to order the damn stock. And they asked me, they offered me manager and I was like, what does it pay? And they told me, I'm like, I make more than that now by the hour. Why would I take that? Anyway. No, I, 
I like I said, we're all on the same page here. Uh, the thing that I have a problem with is that when okay, if you go to uh, anywhere, anywhere you go, you go into a place, and the next thing you know, you're looking. Every employee's got their phone out and they're on their phone. That drives me insane. If I was an employer, I would say your phone either stays in the car or it stays. You know, it doesn't. It's not with you out on the floor. I don't care if they need to get a hold of you, give them the number for the store and we will get a hold of you. You don't need your phone. I don't give a shit what you got going on. This is not happening because the phones are the worst. It's against productivity, whatever that, whatever that is. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, de, it's a detractor from productivity. It, it, it takes away from it. it. Yes. And see, I didn't have that when I, when I did have these Joe jobs, Fucking these damn te telephones weren't really a thing. I mean, we, cause when you're painting, cause I haven't had a Joe job since the fucking nineties and, and, uh, what's a Joe job, just a regular, you know, you don't have to like, you could drop out of high school and oh, okay. still get hired on the spot kind of job, like, like a manual labor job, job. Uh, grocery store. Yeah. No, just oh. regular Joe jobs. Just fucking where you have to wear a, a name tag and a hat. Yes. That kind of shit. You know, and and if, if you're my age and you're still wearing a, a name tag for work and certain shoes, non-marking sole sh shoes, you fucked up. <laughs> Period. We used to say that, and we used to always have to, you know, we used to always have to have a, a shirt with our name on it when the elevator business. And guys didn't want uh, that because this way they would say if they fucked something up or they cracked wise with somebody, they would call the company and say, "Your guy, Dean." Uh, cracked wise with us and uh you know he was at this building and then you're like you're fucked so they call you in yeah so they didn't want to you know, it was obvious what i did for a living because you know i was a painter so i have paint on me uh, and I, I don't i don't have like gross amounts of it on my shit but there's paint on you know the uh the the front of my uh, shorts and, and maybe a little bit on my shirt I'll be on online at the bank and, and fucking some jackass always go, Oh, you a painter? <laughs> no, I, I collect bird eggs. This is bird shit. <laughs> yep. Fucking moron. All right. Well, I think that's it, Bob. I've had enough. The drunks are going to, the drunks in the chat are going to be uh, pissed because we're not going two hours, but you know what? Fuck them. <laughs> well, I would like to pull ourselves out of the, out of the video here for a moment. And, uh, like right. everybody in audio motivational thing. All oh, right, chat. Could you hear that? Shut your fucking fat mouth. Hey, you shut your fucking fat mouth. <laughs> it's a fucking podcast. <laughs> when you have a bad day, give up. Go home and sleep. Fuck it. Try again tomorrow. Not every bad day can become a good day. Some days are fucked and cannot be unfucked. When you have a day that is fucked beyond repair, that is the universe speaking to you, sending you a message. Listen to the universe. Go home. Save your energy. Tomorrow is another day. For now, just fucking chill. Fucking chill. Thank you, Aram. I really appreciate that. Hold on. Hello. If you fucked up, Go home. If you haven't fucked up, go back to work. Here's my problem. Hold on, it's a little too loud. Turn it down a little bit. <laughs>
There we go. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. Tell you what not to do. Don't blow up a underground pipeline that takes gas from Russia to Germany. Those crowds are going to freeze their ass off this winter. Why would you do that? You can't sell them enough gas. They can't get gas. Next thing you know, they'll be burning trees. And trees, burning trees, is not good for the environment. So go home, freeze your ass off, die. That's my message to you. All right, we done with that bit? As an old saying goes, give me a break. <laughs> All right. I guess I have to go in. Please me. I guess I have to go into a Zoom call with a bunch of drunk uh, maniacs and find out what the fuck's going on. So that ought to be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> I miss Andrew. Do you? You know, he has another podcast now. I didn't say I was going to like, you know, listen to his podcast. Well, it's because they have uh, Vegeta on there and it's horrible. But I mean, here we go. <laughs> You don't mind that? You don't you, you miss that guy? Yeah, I miss the old the old version of him. Come on. <laughs> Everyone yeah. shut up. All right. We're out of here. We'll be back here Monday morning. Ten o'clock uh AM Eastern time. And uh thank you for hanging out with us. And hopefully maybe there'll be better news. Or if not, there'll be just like this big flash of light and then we'll just be going into the great beyond. All right, everyone. Have yourself a good time. Internet right. is about to go nuts.